Welcome everyone to the very first episode of the one and only Away From The Games podcast, a podcast where you get to experience a different side to our gaming group. I'm Eric, here today with Jaden, Sean, and Justin. We are very excited to have you here. Hey, a round of applause for our first episode, boys. Hey, let's hey. go. Let's get her going, crack the can. Yes, sir. All right, so what are our goals for this podcast? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of content of us playing games on the internet, and uh, people don't really get to see all sides of our lives, I guess. We, we don't get to express our personal lives that much, and I think that our personal lives are really interesting and worth knowing about. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of the main reason we're here. Um, I mean, we game a lot, and like we're always you know, talking with each other while we're playing games. But um, when you're playing a game, you never really get that personal interaction because you're kind of focusing on the game. So this just kind of gives us a chance to uh, portray our uh, our personalities more. And uh, we can do it over the internet just for you guys to see too. Yeah, no, that's actually like a really, really good point too because there was actually like the very first time we were talking about this, I'm pretty sure it was Justin and Jaden that were the first two that came up with the idea. And the first time Jaden mentioned like a podcast to me, I was like, oh my God, yes, that would be so much fun. Because there's a lot of like, okay, so you say like during the games, right? There's a lot of in-betweens like the editing and the footage, um, the footage captions that show you like, there's a lot of in-between, you know, conversations that we have that are actually really, really cool. And they go deep and they, they get your mind thinking like, oh, wow, that's actually a really cool thing to think about. And uh, when uh, Jaden like started talking to us about the podcast, and I'm sure Eric feels the same way here too. It was just like, a, oh my God, yes, this would actually be such a fun thing to get to, you know, express the other side of our group of guys, you know, because we've known each other a long time and there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of thoughts. We all got a lot of opinions and a lot of really, really cool things to talk about and tackle on. Yeah. And uh, like another, another goal, I don't even know if it's a goal, but like just something cool about a podcast is um, we can, like, we're not really doing this for the views or like to get popular or anything. Yeah, we're no. also doing this just for like the memory sake of it. I mean, we can look back and see these fun times we all had with each other, you know, just fucking around on a podcast. So yeah, that's the whole reason why, uh, you know, initially I did YouTube and stuff, and I know Eric did the same thing. We we edited our own. Well, I did a lot of editing our own like funny moments videos, and I never intend like you know thousands of people to watch that. I the amount of times that my friends and I have just rewatched those videos and referenced them and just laughed at you know times that we had playing games that you know that's those are just memories that we can look back on all the time especially when we're way older i think all your views actually came from me rewatching every funny moment that we made on xbox <laughs> i mean honestly no i have watched so many of our old videos just because they're hilarious just to see like how we were back then See, like, exactly. that's like, yeah, no, like now we're getting to it in day and age where like we don't get to see each other as often as we'd like to, you know, like I'm, I'm away in a whole different city from these guys. And like, you know, when I'm just sitting there and I'm, you know, I'm really stressed out when I'm like in a, in a pretty you know busy time, um, away in college and, you know, doing what else and, you know, who knows where, whatever. Right. I, there's just like those days where you can go back and look at those old videos and you're just like, wow, I'm so like fucking glad like we did that, that that's recorded and we can like always look on, look back on that no matter what. And right here, this is just literally another platform we can do that on like 10 years from now here too. So we're all getting into like the um, the beginning stages of going into our careers. And more than likely, a lot of us aren't going to be living next to each other. So the fact that we can make, you know, have this platform to uh, to do this on can really keep, you know, our relationships, you know, strong and close. And, you know, as even though we might be pretty far away from each other, 
this right here is going to keep us close in ways that we probably won't be able to explain until like looking back on it 10 years from now, you know? So absolutely. And, and, and you look at it from the standpoint of it being a podcast, you know, you watch it, you watch our old videos. You, you're probably watching that before you go to bed and you're just kind of sitting in bed. But now we can, you know, review our old memories from like driving a vehicle oh, yeah. or flying on an airplane or something like that. We just, it's easier to access to where you don't need to pay attention to watching a video. It's all just voice, you know? Yep, I agree totally. Uh, so moving on, what is our policy on language, boys? Absolutely no fucking policy. Yeah, we got we got no filter to really put on <laughs> ah, this. Ah, shit, there's got to be something. Nope, <laughs> none. Zero filter, zero filter. We don't want you guys, like, and I think Jaden said this the best way um, a while ago, is that, like, we don't want you guys to experience a um, – Oh, what's the word you used? It was like a in, like uh, I'm trying to think of what the exact, like the actual word was. Jane, like what was that word you used? Too? I can't remember what you used. Like, uh, um, shit, I can't remember. Uh, just kind of like um, a not true to ourselves type of. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. There's that word. Oh. I just can't think of it. Like, uh, I don't even remember. What I don't, we just want to be oh, true yeah. to ourselves. Basically. We all cuss. That's that's basically the the bottom line. <laughs> we all cuss. Um, and we want us to express ourselves as, as closely as we actually yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. Are you sure? And filtering that's just going to just get away from that. Yeah, you can and, pretty much say yeah. that. Non-filtered. There you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a letter fucking buck, boys. So, obviously, we're a good group of friends. But, I mean, this friendship had to start somewhere. So, I think we should uh, cover our past histories of, you know, finding our way to friendship together. Ah, shit. <laughs> this is when it gets good. We got to get emotional. It all I, started. I can start it off. When <laughs> I was born. born. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I, I, I can start it off because I think uh, my friendship with Justin started off way before any other friendships in this group. Okay. Uh, well, not necessarily friendship, but um, <laughs> how we how we first met more, more so. Okay. So our dads work together way back when and i'd like to say we were probably around four or five years old maybe maybe and uh my dad wanted to we had a really big basement and he wanted to make a an extra bedroom out of it and justin's dad knows drywalling and that sort of thing so he had him come over and help him separate that into a another bedroom and of course justin was over there and I thought this kid was like so cool and I wanted to impress him with everything I could. And the, my main memory I have about it is I had this wooden rocking horse and I was just going ham on that thing. I was like, oh, look at me, I'm a cowboy. And I went so ham that I ended up flipping the thing backwards and I landed on my head straight on the concrete. And this is why the, so, you are the way you are today. Yes. Let's not talk about yes. that. But anyway, I was so embarrassed. So I, I, I ran upstairs and the only other thing I remember from the night is me like peeking my eye around the corner to see if he was like, you know. Yeah, he's eyeballing me, laughing from at the me room. or anything. When did you guys he's like actually us. first like start becoming friends though? I think around like seventh grade when we started going to the same school. Yeah. Okay. I think we realized like, oh hey, we we actually know each other, and I don't really know how it like clicked, but it really became quick where we're like wow, we, we got a lot of the same interests and like it's we, we have something going here. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, what about the rest of you guys? Well, you just named one, but I mean, I can go on with That's mine true. and Sean's because, oh, well, yeah. 
Yeah, because it's a good one. Yeah, you it guys a good one. No, I, I like that, yeah. Um, so it was my seventh grade year, or eighth grade year, actually. I was in track, mm-hmm. and uh, I was doing hurdles, and I did decent, so they moved me up to varsity. And uh, the first person that I was introduced in varsity was Sean. And uh, just super nice guy, really, like, showed me the ropes. And we honestly just clicked immediately. Like, I don't know what it was, but, like, somehow we just bonded over everything. I don't know if it was our hate for our coach, our hate for <laughs> the one senior that was super annoying. So, yeah, when this kid says he uh, when this kid says he was uh, decent in his eighth grade year, he was a, he was a fucking stud. All right? I don't want him to sugarcoat this shit. Like, the reason why I was brought to hurdles is beyond me. And, um, you know, the coach, uh, we'll call him Adolf, um, you know, just an absolute asshat. Like, he just was just not a fun guy to be around, and he just he was a ah, – just whatever. But, like, it was just – it was something about this kid where it was just like, a, okay, I'm literally, like, I'm having a conversation, and it literally just, like, it just clicks. Like, I, it almost felt like, like, are you, like, my long-lost, like, brother or some shit like that? Uh, honestly, honestly. And it was, it was from the very first, like, you know, time we bonded with each other. And right away, like like he said, too, we had a hate for our coach, and we had a hate for a very uh, certain senior athlete that treated me and Eric like absolute dog shit. Oh, it was terrible. And I just like <laughs> I can't even imagine like you know going through as much shit as we went through with with uh, anybody but Eric because it was just a it was definitely a different time back in that day too. And uh, you know I'm sure Eric remembers to this day what that senior you know did and said. <laughs> it's just, oh, oh gosh. Man. Ridiculous. Um, I still remember uh, like one of our main ways of bonding, and that's uh, through our noses. <laughs> we both have very yep. big noses. <laughs> our noses can communicate to each other. We just like, <laughs> like we give each other like the, the the sniff sniff, and all of a sudden it was just like, okay, I know that you really want to murder this person. <laughs> I mean, just like a couple of dogs. <laughs> Basically, we didn't sniff just... each other's ass. But that's what you said. We didn't. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, no. It was like, like it was, it was a very, very quick and like, I don't want to say like it didn't require any effort, but it really did not require yeah. effort to like see this kid as like my long lost brother. And like to this day, we'll, we'll be calling ourselves Big Nose Bros because that's oh, just, yeah. we we got pretty pretty tight throughout the entire process of um of going through uh, Auschwitz and having to deal with uh, <laughs> seniors that had the highest form of senioritis. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of language filtering. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Dude, no filter. No, oh, and I also, I also remember that word that I was uh, – that I was thinking of earlier, dis disgenuine. That's the word you're using. You're like, ah, you don't want us to be ah. disgenuine because you want to see the full genuine side of us. That like, is it ungenuine so. or is it disgenuine? I don't know. It's one of the two. I'm sure it's one <laughs> of the two. <laughs> either way, either way, you want to see the genuine side of us. Is what he said. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. So, uh, my friendship with uh, Justin, it didn't really like ever start. It was just kind of like there. <laughs> like, I think like, that's the same. That's the same way with me adjusted too. Honestly, ever since yeah. you came in kindergarten, we were in first grade. <laughs> that was about it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We bonded over you making fun of my brother. I guess. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. <laughs> no, um, it was just kind of more like um, I was friends with Jaden, and then through Jaden, I got to be friends with Justin. That's, that's the exact same. That's literally the exact yeah. same way I met Justin too. Like it was, uh, we were in the same class, obviously, but it was through Jaden that I met Justin. It was just like, yo, I vibe with you. Yeah, hey, exactly. That's yeah, about, that's about it. So in that case, you're welcome, Justin. 
<laughs> the way I met Jaden was a little different, though. Um, I don't remember, like, the first time I ever, like, talked to you, but I remember, like, I had your Snapchat, and I remember I was watching you run at a track meet, and I, like, snapped you after, and I was like, holy crap, man, you were absolutely flying. Like, I was just saying all this shit, and... uh he was like, yeah, yeah, thanks. And then, I don't know, after that, it kind of just happened. We we had a lot of the same interests, especially SpongeBob is, like, oh, one of our yeah. main. We could go on and on about SpongeBob all day. Um, I I tend to, like, see me and Jaden as having, like, very, very similar personalities. Yeah. Ever since really we lived together, it really showed how similar we were. Yeah, it is, it's crazy. Uh, I Kind of building off of what you just said, though, um, I think, honestly... At some point, we found that both of us had an interest in, like, YouTube and stuff. And I think that's when our friendship mm. really started building. Because then we started, like, building off of each other when it came to that. Absolutely. Jaden, what about you and Sean? Oh, man. That's a, that's a story right there. Who wants to take oh, it? Good old transfer kid over here. <laughs> you guys were, like, in that locker room after gym class in the showers together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, right. that's slightly wrong, but anyway. Uh, but, okay. I'll, uh, I'll start it off, and you can pick it off. Um, right. Whatever. But, like, hey, so I, I didn't go to the same school as uh, Jaden, Justin, and Eric until my uh, – it was halfway through the first semester of my eighth grade year. And I moved from a, a very hot state to a very cold one. <laughs> and it was um, – like, it really wasn't that difficult of a transfer because, like, the state that I went to, like, I moved to was just, it was such a welcoming state with a lot of nice people, a really nice community, and, you know, people just, they were really, really easy to get along with, and it was, you know, I never really thought it as, like, a hard, you know, process. Obviously, yeah, you know, you're the new kid, you're a little shy, and it's it's a little different, obviously, but, like, it just, it really didn't, it wasn't that bad here, too, but um, anyways, uh, eighth grade year, October, and I was in a... Um, there were three class ranges for our math class from like our seventh to eighth, to eighth grade year. You had the smart math kids, you had the average math kids, and you had just had the straight dumb fucks, you know. <laughs> I, we don't talk about That's them. But uh, anyways, <laughs> I was in the uh, average math class, and the uh, teacher, she had me take like one test. Or no, she had me like, okay, I was in the back, and I was behind these people that were taking a test. And I was like, I know how to do all of that. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I know how to do all of that. And she's like, uh, let me have you take this test. Took it last less than two minutes and it was just a plus easily she's like yeah you're moving up moved up and i walked into this uh this other room and uh all these kids you know just staring at me like oh new kid he's smart okay and uh i'll uh, i'll switch perspectives here too so jane you could pretty much take it from there if you want so i, I guess i first remember you being in a, in a science classroom with me and um we had <laughs> true yeah true. we had some classmates like showing you around the school or whatever you know, yep. just so they can get out of class. And then they came in, and you had science class with me, and you sat in the back of the room, and um, our teacher was, like, basically asking you, like, your background and stuff like that. And then we started doing reviewing stuff, and you were answering, like, half the questions while we were reviewing for our <laughs> exam. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know half that stuff. How does this kid know it already? So, like, instantly I thought, like, this kid is a fucking genius. I couldn't have been more wrong, by the way. But, <laughs> but my, you know, my first impression is this kid is like insanely smart. So later in the day, we were in the same math class together, um, and I'm like, well, I mean, makes sense, you know, I'm in an advanced group, and the smart jock from science class is going to be in here. So, <laughs> so we're we're all having class, and it was 
I don't really remember the class itself, but the thing about it was in that room there was a foosball table and every day at lunch we would always um because we were the younger group at the time we had to wait to get in line to get our food so we had a a group of buddies that would play foosball while we waited for the line to get shorter and that day i was like you know what i want the new kid on my team and what happened sean oh we absolutely railed some kids (laughs) we kicked some these 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 foosball the foosball gods were looking down at us and they're like what the fuck like that straight up was what that was happening that day yeah and that yeah, there's there's just some connection that just started right there we're like man we could do some work together and then I don't know everything started building off of there we found out we like the same exact music and all that yep. and that was just that was huge for building and then eventually like you know we we found out like uh, yeah he said music choice we liked video games we liked the uh, old classy stuff better and then we uh we actually found that our parents graduated together the same mm-hmm. year at the same school and it was just like uh, oh we pretty much like have to be like buddies now too and then there it was, was fate it was fate. exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so it, ever since then it was actually like it was it's been a it's been a hell of a ride that's for sure so. every, every day i'm mad at sean i think well i don't have any other options because i have to <laughs> <laughs> yep so that's basically how we all met um but obviously we've grown up since then and we've kind of you know gone our own ways in our careers i think we should talk a little bit about um where we're all going in our careers actually uh jade you want to start us off yeah sure uh so i've actually had quite a few different ideas on what i should do with my life and you know growing up i always had this fascination with like astronomy and nasa and that sort of thing and i initially started out in computer science um for a bachelor's degree thinking that i would get a sort of um, job in NASA at some point and I did that for about a year and a half and I realized it really wasn't for me and so I took it a step further and started doing natural science but my school only offered a natural science education degree so I was like well I don't really want to be a teacher but uh, I just want the natural science part of it with astronomy and that Started that out and realized that there's about like 20 different labs that I have to take and I'm only interested in three of them because everything else is like chemistry and physics and I hate all that. So I just did a lot of thinking. I was like, well, I love the teaching part of this so far. I don't like the science content part. And at the time I was doing, I started my coaching minor and I love my like coaching and health classes put two and two together and now I decided to become a health teacher so that is basically it definitely wasn't an easy road to make that decision but in the end I think it's going to be the best spot for me because I I've always been the kind of person that doesn't really focus on himself and cares about others more and that's going to be one of the best ways that I can just help others in my life it's all about happiness in the end of it exactly and yeah what truly makes you happy um, I myself um, have battled through my own differences in wanting to go different routes. And uh, so, like, I, I wanted to be um, a software engineer. And then I didn't like that because I didn't want to sit at a desk all day. Um, and then I wanted to be a real estate agent for the longest time. And then I kind of grew away from that just because it's hard to get into. You know, you really got to be good in your market, you got to build a brand, build a name, build a reputation. And that just, I mean, that just sounds like a lot and kind of difficult to do at this time and day and age, especially living in where we live right now in such a small town. 
I mean, it's pretty hard to get big doing that. Um, so what I'm kind of deciding on now is I currently work for my dad in a family business and uh, it's kind of like construction. Uh, we just crush, it's called uh, Scoria. I don't know if everyone knows what Scoria is. It's, it's just rock. like red, it's just red rock and we crush it and make it smaller. And uh, I really enjoy doing that. I run like heavy equipment every day. I just think it's a blast. I mean, it makes me feel like proud of being able to do what I can do and knowing that not many others are currently doing that. Sean? Oh, you got a good story about yours. Oh, man, dude. The story, oh, God. It's, it's, I got to think of a way to say it, man, because it's like, it's just, ah, dude, I don't know. There's, there's, there's so much more that has gone into it that I ever thought could, like, emerge from it. Um, and every day it becomes something new and every day it becomes something like greater. Um, God, I have to, I have to go all the way back to like when I was a seven year old little boy back in, uh, the state I originally lived in. And, um, so back in the day, my, uh, my dad, so what I'm going for today is a commercial aviation. I want to be a pilot. And, um, back in the day, my dad also wanted to do that too, but he can never afford it. Cause you know, it just, it cost a lot of funds back in the day and student loans weren't, you know, what they are today. So he never could afford it, but he got to experience a couple of flights, and he just absolutely loved it. He loved every single aspect of it. And um, in his office, he had this flight simulator setup, a 2007 setup. So this shit was so old. And he had the uh, he had the yoke, and he had the throttle for it. And as a kid, I was always interested. I was like, what the, what the hell is he doing? Like, this is... Like, this is kind of cool. And, like, back in the day, my dad was just, he was an intimidating motherfucker. Like, you wouldn't, you couldn't stare at him without crying. You know, it's just, it's <laughs> how it was. And, like, I always wanted to, like, touch the things. He's like, you don't get to touch them. You don't even get to look at these things. And I'm like, oh, God, okay, fine, I won't. I can't because I'm a little pussy, you know. And um, <laughs> one day, like, he's, he's in, like, a long-ass flight, and he leaves an autopilot. And he goes, um, he goes to the kitchen to make dinner. And, like, my little sneaky self, like, crawls under his desk, and I, I, I hop on his chair, and I start screwing around with the controls. And I'm just like, whoa, this is really cool. And I'm, I'm shaking because I'm like, oh, God, if he comes back, I'm literally going to die in the spot. <laughs> Lo and behold, he comes back. And he does – you know like that intimidation walk where like someone just stares at you in a really, really like intense way, just slowly rock, walks around the desk and like, all right, when am I getting the belt? And all of a sudden he's like, he's like push that button right there. And I push a button. All of a sudden the plane started doing things. And I was like, whoa, this is fucking cool. It started, it started like doing maneuvers and I was like, this is like just from a button. He's like, yeah, this is how things work. And then he slowly started showing me more and more things that happened. And then all of a sudden that, you know, you can never touch this is okay. I want you to learn every button on here now. And I started doing that. And then a couple years later, he took me to an old airport graveyard in, uh, in, um, in Tucson. And it was just like a, it was a really cool museum to see. You can go inside air, you can go inside the planes, you can go inside the cockpits, you can screw around with the buttons and you can just... I was a kid in a candy store, right? And lo and behold, I meet my uh, my favorite bird of all time, the uh, SR-71 Lockheed Blackbird. And that baby, sitting in the cockpit of that and just imagining, like, that's what you're sitting in and you're going, you're, you're traveling the fastest any aircraft has traveled in the world. And that's just, that was a really cool thing. And then ever since then, I just wanted to, like, pursue every part of uh, of the aviation aspect. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to learn more. And that's honestly one of the best things about, you know, becoming a pilot is it genuinely makes you smarter. Like you'll, you'll gain knowledge that you never thought you would need to know. You know, you'll become a better planner, a better, a better logical decision maker, um, a meteorologist. You become good at resource management, how to be patient, how to operate safely. 
and how to operate with a sense of urgency. And a good pilot, he never stops learning. And the freedom that flight gives you, it's absolutely insane. I literally can't describe it because like, okay, when you're in your car, right, it's probably easy to get distracted, but like you're driving your car, right? And you're focusing on driving your car. In an airplane, it's that multiplied by like 50. Like you are focusing on nothing but flying that plane. All you focus on, you're looking at your instruments, you're looking at the management, you're looking at weather, you're, you're looking at whatever. You do not focus on anything on the ground at all. Like any any stress that you have, any, you know, back thoughts that you leave on the ground, if you're, you know, work, you know, family problems, girlfriend problems, whatever. All of it is on the ground. Once you take off, it is just pure freedom. And it is it is it's something I literally can't explain. And it's a feeling that every flight is a new flight. And it's it's an addiction. It really is an addiction. So um it's something I'll never be able to get enough of and it's something that I want to uh improve on going forward in life, you know, and one day I hope to make the airlines and one day I hope to, you know, become one of the best pilots in the world. And that's, that right there is where it all originated from. And that right there is like every aspect in the way that I look at it. It's going to be the best pilot in the galaxy. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Yep. That is very beautifully put. If we get to, if we get to space travel one day, yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, yeah. What, what about you, Mr. Electrician? Uh, you know, so it all started as soon as I graduated high school. So, I had, like, three different things that were in mind, and literally within, like, a month, I think I went and changed from being, oh, shit, what was it? Doing, like, carpentry, so, like, building houses and stuff. I switched from that to wind turbine technician to doing electrical now, but it actually started with going to a college, and then I decided that that wasn't me. I wanted something different. So then I started uh, working full-time and then doing it online because, you know, I got like making that money at the same time. I mean, who doesn't? But, <laughs> you know, it's, True, it's you know, doing all that hands-on stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I went from wanting to build houses to wiring the inside of houses. So, I mean, I don't know. It's all that hands-on stuff and I've helped family build and do all that stuff my entire life, so it was all kind of, like, easy. You mentioned how you you tried college and you decided it wasn't for you. Uh, Did you get a lot of backlash from not pursuing college anymore? Uh, Right away, it was actually, like, really annoying because people were like, oh, my God, you dropped out. I'm like, bitch. No, I didn't drop out. Made a a business decision. But how did it feel to drop out, though? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there ain't no dropping out. There's, it's, it's it's one word called transferring. I mean, you could just say it's simple as it's like transferring to something else, a different college. But either either yeah, way, no so matter I mean, what, like you you're not doing college anymore in the face to face point of view. You're not any less successful than any of us, are you? <laughs> I would say that you so far right now you're really far ahead of all of us. Yeah, I mean you could put it that way, but. You could also find a different way to define success know. too. Like success ain't money. Yeah. Success ain't like that. It's it's doing what you want, what you love. And if he's doing it, bro, yeah, I think we're all gonna be pretty. We're all like pretty successful right now in the stages that we could possibly be in. So like, I like the, that. The main point I'm trying to get at is like it. You, no one has to go to college to be successful. Like you could do your own thing, and as as long as you're good at that one thing, you can. Just don't don't listen to the haters. You can, you can do yeah. that and still be your own person. Your own. 
living a good life. Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically, me, Jaden, and Sean are currently in college. And you can't just go to college and not do like an extracurricular, you know, something that's not about, um, you know, like the whole education portion. Um, Jaden, do you happen to be in any extracurriculars? I, throughout college, I've been exposed to a lot of them. I had to, unfortunately, just gradually exclude myself from more and more because I just didn't have time for it all. Um, right away, I wanted, I've, I've always been a band kid and I wanted to do music in college and I, I think I got basically a full semester of that before I realized, man, this just isn't as fun as it used to be in high school. And so I was in music, but not anymore. Um, I was in esports for about a year and a half. Um, but it, there's a lot of things that kind of came with that with losing like really good teammates that I was close to. And it just wasn't as enjoyable anymore. And also it just took up a lot of time. And the big thing, I guess, is I'm on the track and field team for my college. And that's a huge commitment, obviously. Any, any form of sports can be a big commitment, but especially like a track college team, you know, that's, that's, that takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sean, I know uh, you're a big boy of the fraternity. <laughs> yep, yep. Frat life, man. It's, it's, it's a fun time, man, but you got to stay focused. That's a, it's a, it's a good balance of, you know, you're definitely, you're definitely having fun. That's for sure. But you're also not sleeping. You're also not like, you know, there's a lot of things that, that go on that can't be said on paper, but, um, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely, it's definitely something I do not regret at all. I've met some of the, the best friends I'll have for the rest of my life. A lot of these guys want to do the same thing that I want to do. We help each other out. We've got instru- we've got people all the way from the very most you know experienced instructors in this program all the way down to guys that are trying to get their private pilot's license. And to see each other kind of help each other up like that, it's it's a pretty cool thing to witness. And if you surround yourself with the people that got the uh, the same goals as you, the only way you can go is up. So it's it's pretty nice. I definitely don't regret it at all. That's awesome. I know. That sounds like a, a shit ton of fun. It really is. Um, as for me, uh, just like Jaden said with the track team, I'm also on the track team. I actually also do football as well. And yeah, college sports really take a, a lot out of you, um, especially doing two. It, it really tends to be a lot. Um, I was actually going to drop some news on you boys. Um, one of the things I was, I've been thinking about is actually quitting football. No shit. Yeah. I mean, ever since I've started football, Every fall semester of school just goes to shit. I mean, my grades plummet. I'm always stressed. I mean, I just think football is just a huge influencer of that, and I think I need to let it go to better myself. I mean, you won't hear anything else from you won't hear anything else from any of us that are gonna say like, don't do what's don't do like what's worse for you. Do what's better for you. So, I I have a similar uh, thing to add to that. Um, I am really thinking about ending my track career here after the indoor season is done that's just hasn't been as beneficial for me as it was in high school it's like eric said it's it's really stressful and see i'll yeah i'll um i'll add something coming from a uh, different perspective of a college um a college kid that isn't in sports 
I I've known a lot of guys that you know are student athletes, and they like they let their grades plummet in ways that like it really does affect them both like you know in the in their futures and in like their psychological state while they're in college. Now at the same time, I understand like okay, if you're you know it's it's really cool to have athletics in your life, it keeps you in shape, it keeps you active, <clears throat> you know it, it's it's healthy to be active, right? But at the same time, like. You know, high school's over. You know, and I, I don't want to like don't don't think I'm insulting anybody like by saying this. Oh, but, like, absolutely not. High school's over, and a lot of people are just trying to hang on to past glories by you know playing college sports. But you know, if it really isn't for the betterment of you, don't do it. If it is, do it by all means. Like by all means, do it. I, I'm not uh, saying don't ever do it, but at the same time, like if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you shouldn't be doing it, especially if it's affecting you that much. You know, so that's that's uh, what I that's my perspective at least on that. I completely so. agree. A lot oh, of yeah. people are just doing it for the attention. That's exactly it. Too. Like That's they just want to be that. They want to go for that attention and be that most popular person. They want to. They like, want to hold on to the high school like, past glories. That's exactly yeah. From, That's exactly yeah. what I mean. Yep. From somebody like me, that's like out in the real world, actually like working in a career, like that means absolutely nothing when you're out there. Like when you're doing actual like work, you're not like, oh man, you're like that super popular guy playing. Oh yeah, everyone's at, on the same level. Like, college, yeah. I mean, no one tops anyone. True that. Um, so one big issue um, having right now, like in our world, is COVID. Uh, let's go around and just see who here has actually had COVID. Jaden? I have had it. Justin? No, sir. Sean? Twice. And I have as well had it. I mean, what are your guys' experiences with it? It's... I mean, I have, I don't know. <laughs> Justin, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, One kid that hasn't been, had I've, it. <laughs> I've been to South Dakota a few times. And, like, they didn't care at all down there. And then as soon as I turned 21, I went to the bar a few times. And the bars were packed and nobody else cared. And, I mean, I was around everybody talking to everybody. And I, I don't know. I never got sick. I never felt like a cold or anything. But. I also don't get like the flu or anything. That's another oh, so interesting you, thing with know. you. You've never puked, have you? Mm, Except no. for one time when you're drunk, maybe. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's that's just weird to think about. Like, imagine but, yeah, like, never throwing up from being sick. Ever. The worst thing I've ever had is probably just like a sinus infection. Like, I've never had like anything like worse. Like, it's either cold or something stupid like that i don't know i like sean it. what about you you've had it twice was it different between the times or did it suck just as much or was it not as bad just as much I mean, so this this is another thing another aspect of like living in a frat house you're with 30 other guys you share a lot of things you're in each other's rooms if one guy gets sick the rest you're gonna get sick so like i'm not sick that much but like the times i've gotten sick it's been like nothing so like i don't know if like my immune system is just in full overdrive or if, you know i'm not gonna say i'm an active person because i'm not that active but I, you know i i go on runs every now and then and i just i lift you know when i can but like the both of the covid experiences i've had were literally nothing like it was it was one night of maybe like a fever and a little bit of a sore throat next morning i wake up and i'm completely fine so it really i know obviously it affects everyone differently but like for me personally it literally felt nothing more than like a uh, a, a bad like a, a fever night you know what i mean you take some you pop in some nyquil you take some dayquil and you're fine the next day like, that's just it, so. yeah that's the same way it was for me i mean yeah. i was pretty tired and i had like you know pretty low energy for a couple days 
but after that it's basically just like a head cold i mean i get sick really often um so it might affect me a little bit more but yeah i it just felt like a head cold i had like a fever for just a couple days and then you just slowly start to snap out of it um you start i mean i couldn't like go out and like run around like i would actually get out of breath but uh i wasn't like in any pain or anything like i was just relaxing in my bed there wasn't a whole lot to it that was pretty much how it was for me except there was like two day span maybe three day span where i just had just insane headaches and i couldn't function at all like especially like looking at a computer screen trying to do online school because of all this covid stuff was going on we had to do our classes online i could not do that i just, i literally took a whole week off of school basically because i just couldn't do it without pain um but that was only just a couple of days and i mean there wasn't really anything else that was you know largely affected for me that's nice um one big thing that has kept covid on the low for for us is the ability to play video games with each other Facts. Um, i mean it's it's one of the greatest things i mean we can basically be with each other without actually having to be with each other i mean no matter where you are we can have a conversation and just enjoy each other i couldn't have worked uh, that any better to be honest yeah i mean like it's just so important to be able to have a distraction from life and just to be able to laugh with a couple good buddies. That's the best way to put it too. Distraction is, is the best way to put it because like it's, it's your escape from, you know, it's your escape from the stressful life of being a college kid. You got classes, you've got responsibilities, you've got payments, everything and everything in between it. But once you're with your buddies, like the whole, the whole, you know, the whole visual image of that just disappears and you focus on nothing but having a good time with your buddies and just playing games. Like that's just it's 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 a different vibe, that's for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, like a, a, a huge thing about um, like our gaming group is we won't even be playing the same game. We'll just hop in a call together and we'll just start talking with each other. I mean, constantly. It's just dude. yeah, it's just crazy. I mean. Um, a lot of us won't even play video games by ourselves anymore. Like, we won't play a video game unless we're with someone else. I haven't played a single-player game since, like, 2011. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just not the same without the boys with you playing. And, I mean, this isn't, like, the full extent of the gamer group, like, that we have, but this is, like, the main four that, I mean, we're constantly in a call together. Nothing, nothing really beats it. It's like any anytime I get home from school, I'll like you know turn on my computer and open Discord, and I'll and like so many times I'll see Eric is just waiting in the call for someone to join and just talk to him, or like Justin will be in there. He's he's playing like Minecraft on his own after work, and he's waiting for everyone to get on, and he's just chilling in the call to see if anyone will come talk. And with someone him. and someone like there'll never be a night I'll just join a Discord call and I won't have a conversation with anyone. Someone's going to join. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes I'll just be in that call and I won't even be at my computer. Just <laughs> yeah. Be in the call all night long. <laughs> that then, has then, then he waits for the for the <laughs> cell phone call. Hey, you're in Discord. Can you come talk? <laughs> yeah, that happens so often. That does happen a lot. Oh, we have a lot of history today. But speaking of history, this is the historical fact of the day. On this day, January 27th, 1959, NASA elects 110 candidates for the first U.S. space flight. Began the astronaut selection procedure, screening the records of 508 
Jaden, did you write this? No, Sean did. Sean did. <laughs> you kind of fucked it up. I did. That's like that's like that's like bullet point. <laughs> so okay, if you want me to take the historical fact of the day or two, <laughs> Eric, you try to read that is literally just made my day. Right, oh, no, I, I would have said the same thing. You you wrote it pretty rough. <laughs> well, I didn't write it in a way where it was supposed to be read word for word. But um, okay. Well, we do have our historical okay. fact of the day. So on this day, on this day in January twenty seventh, nineteen fifty nine. So that's a uh, that's that's 62 years now. So 62 years ago, NASA selects 110 candidates for the very first U.S. space flight. So I'll give you a little backstory on this. So okay, um, a long time ago, they began the uh, astronaut selection procedure, and they were screening the records of uh, 508 military test pilots, and they only chose 110 candidates of those test pilots too. And there's an actual timeline to this too, and it's actually really it's it's very fascinating to do because it literally is the introduction of America's first ever astronauts. Like these are these are just these are the guys, man. Like this is this these are the guys that will be the first manned space program ever. And back in the day this is unheard of. How the hell are you going to break the boundaries of, you know, first we're wondering how we break the boundaries of breaking the ground and then the Wright brothers did that and now we're breaking the Earth's atmosphere. It's fucking crazy. So um we have the uh the Project Mercury is what this project was called here too. And it's a uh, very, very intense project, actually, that took a, uh, took a long time for NASA to go like, everywhere out of. It started off with 508, like we said, military uh, test pilots. And test pilots are the guys that like, they test the random shit. Like, they, these are the guys that are the most qualified to see with well, the new generation, the new technology of aircraft. They have to be able to, like, if there's a major problem that they've never, ever seen before, these are the guys most qualified to handle that emergency situation. And eventually, they went down to 110, uh, 110 candidates, and this this number was divided into three groups. And the first two groups reported to Washington because there was such a high rate of volunteering. the uh, The third group was actually eliminated, and the 110 became 62. And then uh, six were after, you know six were found to have grown too tall since their last medical examination. Um, and then they went through written tests, interview interviews, medical history reviews all types of shit to make sure that they were the most like perfect candidates to be the first astronauts ever. And um, these guys went through physical tests, mental tests, all of them. And they, you know, it was just, it was crazy. Like this is for, for six days and for six days and three nights, the men were subjected to various tortures that tested their tolerance of both physical and psychological stress. This is what Jesus. they did. Yeah. This is what they did to make sure that the next step of like human I'm not even going to say evolution, but like the next step towards technology that we were ready for it. And it just, it was, it was crazy. And eventually it went down to six and this is where it began the space race and the Mercury, or I'm sorry, not six, seven. And they were known as the Mercury seven because for some reason they thought they can get to Mercury and that like, that was just stupid, whatever. And obviously you, you little, a little bit back about the, uh, the space race where you got us versus the Soviet Union. We're having the space race. They were the first ones to launch a, uh, a manned space flight, or I'm sorry, a, a space satellite, and then we were the first to um, operate a first manned space flight, and then we were, I'm sorry, no, I'm doing this all wrong here too. So Not okay, a manned satellite. Just we were the first. We were the first to launch a satellite. They were the first to launch a man into space. We were the first to launch a, or they were the first to launch a man to orbit the planet, and then we were the first to land on the moon, and the technology that came from it, it was just absolutely crazy. And that was that was um, so on this day, 62 years ago. This was be, like this was the beginning of the process of the narrowing down of which candidates were going to be those candidates to be the first to do space travel. 
In it's, fact, it's it's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, that that, that moon landing actually took place about um, almost exactly like ten years after it, it happened in 1969. So um, that's all it took. Ten years. That shows you ten years. Ten years, and this is you know from all this from all this procedural like breakdown of candidates to figure out who your candidates are. That's what they went to, and it's just it's it's absolutely crazy. Like I just space travel in and of itself is just it amazes the hell out of me. And um, would you? I, I got a question for all of you. Would you go to space if you could? Uh, I am extremely oh. claustrophobic. That would not be a good ride for me. <laughs> I'd just be worried about something going wrong, and you just you're not you don't have enough you're not knowledgeable enough to figure it out. Well, I think me and Jay are gonna be the polar opposite, so we'd say we'd fucking do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I actually plan for about six years of my life to go into this field. Oh my god, I would, I would, I would love it. Prior to choosing um, like computer science as a degree to get into NASA, I was very, very into the whole astronaut thing, and I even got to the point where I was looking at um, a specific master's degree to get involved into the field that has a lot of equipment given from NASA at a very good school. Sean, you can agree with that one. Yep, it's actually the same the school that Sean is learning to become a commercial pilot. Yep, and it's their their aviation and aeronautics school department is just insane. And it's one of the best in the entire. I'm not. It's not just the best in the country. It's one of the best in the world. We've got people from other countries coming here to train, and they are the best of the best. It is one of the most intense programs that you can ever go through, and it will make you the best of the best. It will make you prepared for every possible situation. If you guys ever think that like I'm dumb outside, bro, if you see me in airplane mode, it's actually crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, no, that that is something that I I um I 100% would do. And like I said, from the facts here too, there were a hundred or there were 508 military test pilots. These are the best pilots in the world. If if we get to a point now where like space travel can actually become a thing, you're, we're seeing look look at what SpaceX is doing with Elon Musk. These guys are crazy oh, yeah. all over the place right now. So that's that shows you what they can do. Um, if we get to a place 10 years from now where they need more people to do it, oh, you bet your ass I'm going to throw my name in that pot. Cause that's just, in a heartbeat, that's, I'm in. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there, so. there are so many days where I'd tell Sean, I'm like, hey, you know, i got to be the scientist. I need the pilot for my space shuttle, you know. Literally, literally, <laughs> we, sign me up. We need sign to do this together. <laughs> if they tell us that like, we have no guarantees of getting back, I don't care. Like, literally, sign me up. I'm in. Let's go. I mean, Sean, your favorite movie is Interstellar, right? Interstellar. That is, so, yeah, that is a prime example movie of the beauty and the absolute possibility of space travel. Oh my God. Interstellar, like if you guys, I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you guys have never seen Interstellar before, I encourage you, go watch it. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Christopher Nolan, director of the movie, Hans Zimmer, um, music producer. It's just an absolute spectacular movie. Matthew McConaughey, Anna Hathaway, just absolutely spectacular movie the beauty of space the possibility and you know we're we're pioneers we're we're explorers sometimes you have to take that chance to go that distance and you know i just it's oh man interstellar is a great you know way to like to say it out that like that's that's what could we waiting for us if we are able to push through that would be sick i mean if that's your favorite movie i mean we're just moving on now if that's your favorite movie what are your guys's favorites movies Favorites oh, movies. I fucked that one up. <laughs> it's oh, definitely Justin. definitely Justin. on the top three. That's for sure. Damn. So I I don't I honestly don't know my like number one favorite movie, but one of my 
top favorites, which is one that actually, I'm going to assume that a lot, like 99% of people probably have never seen it or even heard of it. It's called Legendary. And it's actually um, starred by John Cena. I know everyone knows who that is. Um, I've never seen him before. <laughs> no one has. <laughs> Just hear about him. Um, Great dad joke. um it it's 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 a movie that isn't really like it's not an action-packed movie so to say but it's just to me i'm i get very emotional when it comes to movies and that was a movie that like i feel was really close to like how i want to live my like future life when it comes to like coaching and stuff i want and that's basically the main thing i got out of it i highly recommend giving it a go um like i said it's called legendary it might not be for everyone but it's it's definitely a movie that i really like seeing justin anything from you I, i i can't really say a top three because i've seen so many of them you don't even have like a top favorite but i mean i'd have to pick between well, I don't know. I you could call a movie like a series, like Band of Brothers. It's just like a that's a seven, good one. Seven episodes or eight episode season or something. But uh, the also the other one is Cat in the Hat, and people think when they think about that, they're like, oh, that's like a kids movie. But if you <laughs> actually like, there's so many in sexual the, innuendos and shit in that. There, oh, yeah. there's so much like adult humor in there that the kids don't even like know. So it's actually really funny to. Is that your favorite movie? What he's actually saying. Fav- I'd say that's like that's probably got to be one of my favorites. Really? Wow. Yeah, that, now, that's you, kind of you have to sit and listen to it. It is so funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean yeah, <laughs> I'm one of the skeptical guys. It's like, what the hell? But <laughs> you know. <laughs> I probably have the dumbest favorite movie, but it's one that means a lot to me. Robots. The movie. (laughs) Robots. (laughs) I highly doubt any of you guys have seen that movie. Oh, I have. I own that movie. Actually. I fuck with that movie so hard. Oh, my God. It is my all-time favorite movie. I used to watch it on repeat when I was younger, and it's just... I don't it, like it has a couple um like adult humorish um type jokes too and I just always found it a hil- hilarious I don't know I could always just it's a movie I could go back and watch at any point of the day no matter what You know just um, Jade, Justin oh, mentioned no the SpongeBob movie and that's also <laughs> my top That's top for three. sure <laughs> Like it's it you you both talked about animated you're not like you know it's more cartoony like movies and uh i if if i'm gonna pick a more animated movie um to, I, I gotta mention spongebob movie and disney pixar cars those are two of my oh dude the grinch mm. oh my god <laughs> same thing movie as cat slap. In the hat. same I thing mean, as dude, cat in the hat you listen to all the stuff he says in there oh my god yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys, you guys definitely movie. touched up on uh, Interstellar, but like my favorite number one for sure, favorite movie of all time though, The Dark Knight, easily. Aww. That movie is just pure excellence. I can't like I can't think of a movie to top it. I can give you all yeah. the reasons in the world, but like it's just there's there, it's limitless, bro. That movie was just pure, you know, pure cinema photography perfection. definitely oh, something yeah. that i 
I haven't been able to kind of agree with you on. I just I just haven't been able to appreciate as much as you have. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'm sorry about that. I know you hate me for that, but I just I just. <laughs> I'm not gonna say they're bad movies. They're great movies. The only but... reason I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna say like get mad all over it and like throw on a whole disagreement thing is it's like it's not even just like my opinion. It's if you look at like the top ten movies of all time charts, like on multiple like on all types of different platforms, The Dark Knight is at least ninety percent of the top tens. At least ninety percent of the top tens. So that's like that's an almost objective fact now that it is one of the best movies of all time. It's just like it's it's just it's pure perfection. I can't like understate it. So I'll I'll say that. I'll leave it with that. But oh, I've know. never seen it. So. Oh man, I highly recommend it, dude. It's I, I went to the midnight showing when I was like you know really young. I just I don't really remember. I think you need to. It. I think you need to watch it again. I'll be honest. Well, I, think I, I watched it last year again, now. and I, I watched all of them in order. I wa- no, oh, okay. I watched all of them in order last year. I I just didn't really. I'm just not a huge superhero kind of guy, you know. See, that's the thing. Though, that's the thing, though. It almost like isn't even a superhero movie. It's it's more or less like it's it's the most realistic comic book movie, but like crime fighting and you know detective. I mean, it's just it's it's a lot more than like a superhero movie. It's not like a you know good guy versus bad guy, good guy wins type of thing. It's it's more of like a deep like I, I can't even explain it. It's it's just, it's so much more than a superhero movie. So that's why I like I don't I don't you know go on that basis. Like it's a superhero movie. It's 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 a lot more than that. And that's why I like it so much. Why so serious? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I like that. <laughs> Speaking of that quote, uh, one thing that we want to do with our podcast is include a quote that we think is going to be important and helpful for people. Um, and for this episode, I actually decided to include the quote. And I... I don't know where I found. I think I just saw it on a picture on the internet. I don't. I don't have who quoted it. I don't know if anyone quoted it specifically, but it's "Do it with passion or not at all." And true that. Uh, you know that's that's something I've been thinking about a lot recently because, like I said, I'm kind of thinking about retiring from my track career, and that's something I thought of. And it it really that's a really good quote in my opinion. Like if you know try th- try things out, but don't do them just because you think you have to do them, you know, just absolutely. It's, it's kind of like the do or do not. There is no try kind of thing. Yep. Um, you know, that, and that's obviously another really meaningful quote from a movie. Even but... though you just told us to try something out. Okay. <laughs> Conflict. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't just... try something, do it and then decide if you want to do it or not. Yeah. <laughs> that's another thing too. Uh... Like that's like, don't let people define what success is for you. You do what you think is successful. And I think like being successful is doing what you're passionate about and what you want to do. Exactly. That's like, that's, that's, that's a, you know, good, another way to interpret that. That is a, a great point. It's just I just like the quote because it's a short quote, but the meaning behind it is large. It, you can pertain yeah. it to literally anything, too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's facts. It ain't much, but it's honest work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to appreciate fuck. I'd like to say thank you and appreciate you all for listening. Um, this is our first podcast, so obviously we're a little bit rusty. Um, we're going to continue to improve absolutely. Um, you know, with all of our different techniques, um, transitions, um, everything. We'd like to hear some feedback too. Um, if you'd like to share it, um, anything. We just want to know how we're doing. We're, I mean, we're mainly doing this for fun, um, just to have some memories with the boys. 
but I mean, at the same time, you guys might like it. Um, yeah. So, Justin, you want to do your classic outro? Uh, before anything else, uh, you can go check out the Away From The Games Instagram ah, page. Good point. Uh, it's pretty fresh looking. Uh, I mean, you could give that thing a follow and you might just get a follow back. Maybe. That, that's a good place I for you guess. to go to give us some feedback. Um, Absolutely. Like saying. Um, we'll, we'll avidly keep an eye on those messages to see or just all the comments and whatnot. Just and with the messages, what we can do. Yeah, and with the messages, we'll also give up updates in case we run into any like you know roadblocks for you know weeks if we can't record or whatever that is, or we'll let you know when to look out for our newest podcast so that way you can get them as fast as possible, be the first ones to listen, and you might uh, you might you might get something you never know. You might even we've got lots of possibilities for the future, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Absolutely. Well, this has been away from the games um, with your host Eric, and then with Jaden, Sean, and Justin. Without further ado. Uh, you know, I'm gonna carve you guys all a new asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So perfect. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Away from the Games podcast. Thank you. We'll see you next time.